a Radio 191 FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Kia ora, John, are you there? I am, yes, Kia ora koutou. And on today's political roundup, new report on poverty and inequality in New Zealand and the most serious allegations against Trump yet. Now, first, a report by Oxfam has shown that the gap between the rich and the poor in New Zealand has increased significantly. So the good old case of the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. Oxfam's research revealed that New Zealand's two wealthiest men, Graham Hart and Richard Chandler, increased their collective wealth by $1.1 billion between 2017 to 2018. So very nice for some. At the same time, the poorest 50% of New Zealanders saw their collective wealth decrease by $1.3 billion. So further insult to injury amongst those of us who are struggling to, yeah, survive. The report also showed that the top 1% of the population has more wealth, 26% of wealth, than the bottom 70%, 18% of the overall wealth in New Zealand. The top 1% of the population has 25% of all wealth. Now, Oxfam's report it will be embarrassing for the Labour-led government. The government wants to be seen to be tackling the problems of inequality and poverty in New Zealand. And it certainly made uh, these issues of poverty and inequality um, an important stance um, when it was standing for election over a year ago. How does it really do that apart from seizing assets and distributing? Like... Yeah, Which that, is... That, that, that is the, the, the important question, the elephant in the room. So traditional methods would include raising uh, benefits in real terms, uh, raising the minimum wage to the level of the living wage, and increasing taxes for high-income earners while lowering taxes for working poor. So basically putting in place a, a far more progressive uh, tax system. Now, the problem for this government is that such policies would be incredibly unpopular with the business community as well as amongst higher income earners. And Labour is particularly sensitive to concerns uh, from the corporate uh, Mm. sector. And added to this, uh, Minister of Finance Grant Robertson wants to be seen as a fiscally conservative manager of the economy. So this government and um, uh, has set itself strict uh, um, uh, fiscal guidelines or actual fiscal rules, um, including that it won't um, spend over 20% of GDP, uh, that it will continue to uh, pay off debt at a, at a steady rate, and it won't step outside um, uh, the, what it says the orthodox perimeters of, of, of spending for a government. Um, so, yeah, so Robertson, Grant Robertson certainly doesn't want to be perceived as a traditional big spending and high taxing left-wing finance minister. However, so do we just need to start eating the rich? Is that, <laughs> how do we do it? Popular yeah, so, revolt? Um, I mean, it's interesting that uh, throughout the Western world, 
uh, while, you know, a decade or so ago, um, there was general acceptance of orthodox economics that, yeah, governments need to be uh, fiscally conservative, that the era of big government is over, um, and that the market um, is the best allocator of, of resources. Uh, there's now a growth of uh, socialist ideas. Uh, some people even say that communism is core again. And there's a, there's a growth of popular populist right-wing ideas uh, with, with parties of the far right also advocating um, more interventionist um, measures from governments. So yes, we live in a new era where expectations are far higher, but arguably governments aren't delivering. Yeah, certainly. Uh, now let's talk about Trump. Yes, our, uh, our favourite president, our, one of our favourite topics. So, uh, Yes, over in the United States, Trump has lashed out at the media. Um, President Trump has lashed out against uh, BuzzFeed, uh, an internet media site, mm. um, and, and has said that he that no president since Abraham Lincoln has been more ill-treated by the media. So he's he knows that he knows that pre- presidents have been literally shot in the head <laughs> since Lincoln. Yes. Who was yes. also famously quite shot. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, and a, a rather bizarre comparison by Trump. Now, <sighs> BuzzFeed has dropped a bombshell accusing the president of dodgy dealings in Russia. So the BuzzFeed report alleged Donald Trump instructed his then personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, to tell fibs to Congress about a Trump Tower project in Moscow. And if the allegations proved to be true then the BuzzFeed report would amount to the most direct allegation yet that Trump has acted illegally. Now, rather strangely, uh, the Office of Special Counsel for the United States Department of Justice, Robert Mueller, has released a statement disputing Mm. the report. Now, I was thinking about this and and why, uh, with Robert Mueller uh, investigating Trump and certainly no friend of Trump, why would he why would he issue a statement just ruling out this accusation? So is this a case of the Department of Justice attempting to protect a key witness, that is Michael Cohen, who has turned against his former client Trump, or does Robert Mueller have concrete evidence to dep- to disprove the allegation made by BuzzFeed? I saw tweets from uh, New York Times reporter uh, like Ronan Farrow saying that he saw the same points of interest that BuzzFeed was pointing to, mm-hmm. but did not think that there was enough substantial evidence to warrant publishing it, which right. I thought... So maybe this is a case of hype. Yeah, which I thought was quite interesting, and it's uh, a bit love and hate with... New, my relationship, sorry, with news sites like BuzzFeed because I do think that uh, traditional media have been tainted by corporate interests uh, and which is not to say that sites mm. like BuzzFeed aren't but I do think that uh, non-traditional news sources can break big stories like that uh, but it was it was interesting seeing and I'm wincing as I say it, proper journalists uh push back on BuzzFeed saying not to say that it was wrong Mm. uh, just to say that the conclusions they're making yeah it's wrong yeah yeah but it's still astounding that that, that Muller has just uh, dismissed uh, these accusations I mean how could he have concrete evidence to say that uh, 
these accusations are definitely not true. Mm. I, I guess he has evidence to show that other allegations are true. I mean, it is quite interesting yes. because he spent two years quite uh, quite ruthlessly saying nothing. Mm. Um, especially when people want uh, want to know what's happening. Um, and then unsolicited, uh, there's this... Well, it's, I don't really know what to call it. It's not really a denial. It's a... Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's puzzling nonetheless. And I guess the, the, the big question is that uh, if this accusation does prove true, could this lead to the impeachment or even arrest of Trump? Uh, now, just to make it clear, impeachment, the media often talks about uh, impeachment of, of Trump, and it's actually a, a very difficult um, mm. process to carry out. It would need the support of both Republicans and Democrats in both houses of Congress. And in terms of arresting the president, this would be unprecedented and would throw the U.S. into a, a constitutional crisis. So I would argue that um, um, for now, Trump continues to remain the Teflon president. I I think that the best uh, we can hope for is a Nixon type deal where he'll resign in order to escape prosecution. Um, but I I still yeah I don't know. Um, I'm I'm amazed that he's stuck with his shutdown. Like it seems mm. he seems so at sea and unhappy in the role. Like, why... You you know that you could step down at any time. You could go back to eating cheeseburgers at the top of your golden tower in New York. You could. Yes. We'd like you I, to. <laughs> and I'm on the phone... Yeah. I, I think he uh, definitely wants to, to uh, um, give it a go in terms of uh, uh, being elected president again. Um, um, just to, uh, and although a lot of the media are dismissive of the idea that he could be uh, uh, re-elected, this is the same media who basically said he had no chance yeah. at all of becoming president. So, um, and the America, uh, despite all Trump's craziness uh, and uh, antagonistic style, um, at the moment um, the the American economy is doing very well. Uh, um, unemployment levels at an all-time low, and some of Trump's policies have led uh, to to a capital flow into America because of the lower taxes he's um, imposed on corporations. So capital that was sitting overseas uh, um, with the purpose of, uh, of <laughs> sort of hiding that money from the tax man in America has suddenly started to flow back into America. So, yeah, um, um, I think Trump has a real a reasonable chance of being re-elected. That is legitimately terrifying <laughs> and the worst note I could think of to end an interview. But thank you very much, John. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow at the same time. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.